Hello, and welcome to Riverdale High Public Access Episode 9? 9. 1.9. That's like, that's like an upside down 6, and you know what 6 is? It's the a devil number. And if there's three of them, yeah. Yeah, like Blossom 666. Which, again, I actually did mention when we were watching this episode. Yeah. There's some weird culty Blossom stuff going on There's in this one. There's a lot of visual Blossom aesthetic happening. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, there always is, like, some good Blossom aesthetic going on, but mm-hmm. it was, it was, uh, I don't know, it was wild, this one. Just, like, all over the place. Very good. Yeah, man. Um, and I think with that, we should actually just jump right in. Yeah, let's get into it. So this is, like I said, episode nine, uh, La Grande Illusion. Um, so fancy. Again, it's a reference to a movie, but I have never heard of this movie, so whatever. Um, yeah. We always start with the recap, as usual. Um, but then once the episode itself starts, they're talking all about maple syrup. Everybody's favorite, most precious liquid. Yeah. That treasure of the trees. It's wonderful maple syrup. A weird theme in this episode that maple syrup is so prevalent. Um, but it starts, I believe there's a shot of like Cheryl's dad pouring maple syrup into a glass from like. Oh, yeah, a, from like a cask. From a cask, and, <laughs> and, and then it zooms out, it and it's like a French, like, you know, wine cellar, but it's all syrup casks. It's really mm-hmm. wild. They're all dressed like English country nobles. He's got his necessary. (laughs) He's got his ever present flat cap and that that good jacket with like a monogram, like a English (laughs) schoolboy crest on the breast pocket. Exactly. Um, Monogrammed breast pocket. But this whole montage, intro like montage, is just about syrup. Like it shows. Valerie and Archie eating waffles with syrup. And yeah, then it shows lots of shots of syrup. <laughs> it's wild. That luxurious liquid yeah. we all crave. That is synonymous with Riverdale, you know. Syrup. Riverdale. Now, I think this whole episode was just sponsored by Big Syrup. Mm. Oh yeah. I think Aunt Jemima had a hand in this whole thing. <laughs> oh god. Um but it really it starts with Betty and Jughead sitting in her bedroom. Um, and she's mm-hmm. talking about how she, ever since Polly arrived at the Blossom Estate, Thornhill, is it called? Yes, yeah. Thornhill Estate. Ever since she arrived at Thornhill, she has heard neither, like, not a word from Polly, and she's really worried about she's her. She's incommunicado. Mm-hmm. And so she's talking to Jughead about this, and um, at I don't remember exactly when, but at some point, Alice just busts in the room. Right she, when they're, like, kissing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And uh, then Alice pops in and she's like, hey, have some delicious maple syrup on your pancake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she just uh, starts talking about how she's going to write a story to bring down the blossoms. Yes, because they're, of course, the um, owners of the Riverdale Register. Right, yeah, Polly, that or Alice and Hal are, yeah. Yeah. Um, who, again, I've... I had forgotten for a moment until the recap that Hal and Alice had a big blowout at the end of the last episode yes. um, about so Polly. he's presumably currently living at the Riverdale Register, or I guess in a hotel or, or something. something. He's not the, there. He's not at the Cooper household. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, so basically Alice just kind of goes on about how she's going to go after the Blossoms by writing a big story about them to bring them down, presumably to get Polly back, I guess? Yeah, I guess that's the idea, is that if she can destroy the Blossom family, then Polly will be like, well, I guess I only have one family left now. I guess so. I'm not quite sure how the logic there works, but it's Alice Cooper, Mm, so... There's probably an element of revenge there, too. Oh, definitely. Um, I believe the next scene we have is Hermione and Ron also eating waffles with syrup. Um, Because, of course they are. They're in Riverdale, and you know, you can only have syrup for breakfast in Riverdale. Do they have, like, a personal chef, you think? Or did Hermione make those waffles? I assume Smithers does everything for them. Yeah, which again, how is he paid? Uh, that's, That's a big old question mark for me. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, over some delicious waffles, mm-hmm. they have a discussion and her, about the trial coming up. Yes, and how uh, they're gonna be asked to testify for, like, on Hiram's behalf. Which, yeah, and Veronica's like, "But I don't want to lie." <laughs> exactly. I don't want to commit like what perjury. I, perjury. Yeah. Um. And Hermione just basically. And Hermione's just kind of like, "Uh, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's your dad." Yeah. Exactly. And she not super saying she has to lie, but she's not not saying she has to lie. Exactly. She's leaving it kind of like you you do what you think is right kind of thing. Yeah. And then she goes on to say how everything is all fucked up. Um Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because okay, let me see if I can remember exactly what's going on. Basically, uh Hiram knows about Hermione and Fred. So he sent goons to attack Fred's team. Yes. And also Clifford is trying to acquire the land, but he doesn't know that Hiram owns it. Yeah, and Fred also doesn't know that Hiram and Hermione are the buyers. Yeah. Um, And it's just like a whole hot mess of (laughs) conflicting interests. And Veronica's just kind of like, that does suck. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um... I don't really know what my next note here means, but I I got kind of distracted. Share it with me. It says, Ron says smart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was a little distracted this episode. That's um, a good summary of the whole show. Honestly, though. Because, um, yeah, I, I don't know what that means. We'll just go to the next part, um, mm-hmm. which is when she, I guess Archie's just sitting in the empty music room playing guitar. When oh, yeah. Cheryl comes in and she's like, something about like love is food for, or music is food for love, play on, play on. Oh my god, Cheryl, what are you doing? Play on. Play on. What? What? Really tits first there, Cheryl. Yeah, honestly. Could that oh be a Oh my god, with sweater? the maple syrup season. Fucking no. It's yeah, probably very seductive Cheryl love. Yeah. She comes in very boobily too, where she's got her like skin tight sweater and she's quite literally like the comic boobs Cheryl. first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, there's a lot of like you were going to say, like a lot of comic Cheryl cleavage in this episode. Um, yeah, which you don't see a lot. I feel like this Cheryl emulates the Blossom 666 Cheryl a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Or I guess that emulates this Cheryl. I don't know which came first. I think probably the show came first, right? Probably. Yeah, I think so. We'll have to double check that, so. but that sounds right. Um, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned that, though, because when she switches into seduction of Archie, she kind of returns to 
you know, Riverdale Prime well, Cheryl. that is when Cheryl has most successfully seduced Archie. Yeah, exactly. It's the Riverdale Prime where she just sort of walks into a room and he's like, I go. And she's got a small dress and cleavage. Like, that's all she yeah. needs. Um, so, yeah, she walks in and she's just kind of chatting to him, basically asks him to be her date for i i wrote down syrup fest because i wasn't totally paying attention no but it's not that it's not that far but it's a little bit it's more a, incestuous the, the tapping ceremony <laughs> yeah exactly that her family's company and the board of directors is having I, yeah it's like the annual blossom tapping ceremony <laughs> Where they always... So it's a small group. It's not a whole festival. No, no. It's like oh, a boy, is it a family reunion experience. slash festival. Exactly. But not all family. It's weird. I was confused about who those people were, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, she asks Archie, and he says no. And then She's she... She's like, I've got a girlfriend. She gets all upset and leaves. Um, which is honestly more integrity than I expected from Archie in that scene. Mm-hmm. We have uh, cutting to a class <laughs> with no <laughs> discernible teacher, actually, now that I no. think about it. But we have Ethel reading a poem. Ethel also rocking a brooch. Yeah. Like Cheryl, of course, was. It was a, a lot of brooches in this episode. I was say, yeah, brooch heavy episode. Um, but she reads a poem that's. Very dark poem. Very high school poem. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, Ron kind of comes up and she says, hey, like, that was really good, really moving, and it felt really real. This might- are you okay? <laughs> yeah, she's like, this might be out of line, but are you okay? Is everything alright? My god, Veronica, you're just so great. Um, can, you, can I help you with anything? Which... And Ethel immediately opens up to her and is like, my parents are fighting, I'm having a really bad time. And Veronica's like, come over, let's have some girl time, mm-hmm. Kevin will be there. Yeah. And Kevin's reading a book like what? Ron's, uh, yeah, just being fantastic and, yeah, invites Kevin <laughs> without inviting him. Yeah, requires Kevin. And then after they, after this scene where you see Ron just being like a gem to Ethel, she has a scene in the hallway with Kevin that was actually a really nice insight into Ron as a character because she's talking to him and he's like, hey. What was that? Why are you being so friendly? Um, yeah, and she tells him about a girl in her old school and her old life mm-hmm. that she bullied terribly. Her and her friend were and just so mean to her. They were, he's like, why would you do that? And she's like, because she was there. There's not a reason. Yeah. Because she was there. Oh my god. Wait, what did she do? Anyway, Made her drink gutter water. Oh, Jesus. She said she, she was a misfit and we were class A bitches or something like that. Yeah. Which, which we've heard references of this like past life Veronica before. Yeah. And we've never really seen that in action. So yeah. getting a glimpse of that. And I believe one of the things she made her do was drink gutter water, which yeah, it's like, that's wow. Very upsetting. Um, and it, this caused this girl to uh, drop change out schools. and yeah, change yeah. schools. Um, and so Ron's like, you know, I just don't want that to happen like i don't want to be that person i'm yeah. trying to be better and she doesn't want to ignore a cry for help exactly it was it was so. lovely honestly mm-hmm. um then we have a super uncomfortable scene where archie is at a drinking fountain and penny block or i've started writing her penny for because <laughs> it's quicker uh but yeah penelope blossom walks up behind archie 
and then he turns around and he's super sweaty and, she, like, and they're standing like, from him. <laughs> they're, like standing like five inches from each other. Um, he did, and like I told her, I talking. Right. What's up with? She's so close to him. And she's and basically he's got a smell, right? Like high school age boys are stinky, dude. And oh. he clearly came from gym class. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, did you admire her nerves of steel? She did grow, like, she did live with Jason for years, and he was, like, football Yeah, but they have stinky. a giant house. He probably was always 25 feet away from her or At something. At least, yeah, that's fair. She probably didn't hug her children. She doesn't seem like that kind of mom. No, she's not a hugger. No. Um, but she basically bribes him. Um, yeah, she's like, it would mean so much to Cheryl. You're so <laughs> like our darling Jason, and when you gave me that... That jersey, that and they give us a good flashback. True act of kindness, I know. And they give us a flashback in case we forgot that happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, and then she's like, "Oh, you're a musician, right? Hmm, it's a fancy music school I could get you into. Hmm, I don't know." Yeah. Well, the and great uncle Blossom is that. on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, okay, guess I could help." Um, and she also has this line where she just says, "You know." in the right light, and then just trails oh, off, God. and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, and Archie's just kind of like, ah. <laughs> yeah. oh. And just, she leaves at that point. Um, then, let's see, uh, we have Penny bribing Archie. Uh, he says he's gonna talk to Valerie, which I thought was more, that was honestly more than I thought he would ever say. I was waiting for him to not talk to Valerie, yeah. and then she finds out and gets mad, and then he's like, oh, I was gonna talk to you. Yeah. But that didn't actually happen. No, because the next scene we have is um, him in the student lounge with everyone yeah, but Valerie. telling the gang about it. Yeah. And then he's like, I already talked to Valerie. She's okay and with that. And it's like, wow. Yeah, surprising. Look at um, you following through on things. And I, I don't remember quite someone's doubting it and he's like you know this is i gotta make connections like outside of I riverdale think veronica says it's a bad idea yeah i well i like he's it like because... help me out betty or no she's like help me out betty and betty's like no i think it's a good idea also can you <laughs> get information from polly for me <laughs> very subtle yeah yeah ron does a really smart way you're right because she does a really smart way of being like she she acknowledges she's like you know it's all about connections but everything has a price tag like and then she yeah. goes to, yeah, you're right. She goes to Betty and she's is like, the hey. She's the only one coming from this world, so they probably exactly. should take her seriously. Yeah. Um, then I think after this point, it just cuts to the tree tapping where. Which is the most aesthetic I've ever seen. It's insane. You have Archie and Cheryl walking through like a birch grove with snow, fa the fakest snow falling. But everybody is wearing the like this combo of red and black. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like Cheryl has a red dress on, right? And then yes, her mom has on like red and black plaid pants even archie's and, like, got like a red t-shirt and like a black hoodie yeah on. there's so many brooches it's the palette is red white and black in this screen yeah scene. and it's it's and very, very good. high fashion yes all you have to do is hold the bucket steady i'll handle the rest what the fuck Whoa. is this why are they dressed like this um, and while they're walking up and she's ex everyone's got umbrellas because yes. it's snowing because who the fuck wears carries an umbrella in the snow <laughs> exactly i'm not sure um, but 
just... And we see that the board of directors is all also redheaded people, so they're either all relatives or this company only hires redheads. Probably both. Um, yeah. Honestly. I, cause, yeah, you're right. Like They only hire red-headed relatives. <laughs> the fucking blonde relatives are like, get the fuck out. The whole, out. like, board of directors or whoever this group is comprised of are standing, like, in rows. Like, a perfect, yeah. like, row column set up within the woods waiting mm-hmm. for Archie and Cheryl to get to the front of the group. Who I guess were just late? I don't know why they got there last. I don't know. Maybe she had to, like, pick Archie up and he got lost. Um, but apparently it's like a whole thing where like a representative of the Blossom family taps the first maple tree every year. Oh yeah, and Hir- like, or not Hir- Clifford pulls Clifford out gives this- a little speech about how he did it when he was a young man, and his son did it when he came of age, and now he's having Cheryl do it. Don't forget, Megan, that he he <laughs> reads like this proclamation from some old ass oh, tiny scroll that he's like. <laughs> When we, our forefathers, came up with, like, some bullshit. I know we goofed on this, but, like, literally, this is some Blossoms triple six shit. Yeah. Like, weird red-jacketed it cult is. people. And then <laughs> yeah. she, you know, they, the RT and Cheryl get up there. There's already, like, a little tap in the tree that she just not... needs to hit with a hammer. <laughs> exactly, it's not and then... all the way in the tree. It's not syrup. What is it called? Sap. When it... Sap. The sap just instantly flows out in a clear stream. Very, like, yeah, very steady. Like, no dribbles mm-hmm. the way that sap no. actually does. It's, <laughs> it's like the, this tree was ready to go. There was a thin layer of wood, and then the rest of the tree is just filled with sap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just tapped into that core of sap. Mm. Um, and yeah, so, like, she hits it. Oh, it's all good. And then they're having fun. I don't know, man. Oh, how this magical. Is... Look, she did it, you guys. Listen to that feel-good music. And basically, like, it goes great. No one expected. Um, and then cut to, I believe it is, yeah, uh, when Ethel is having dinner with Kevin, Betty, Hermione, and Ron, I think is the group? Yes. Yes, yes at yeah. Hermione and Ron's apartment. Ethel's having dinner with all of them. Um, and Ron's like, oh, you haven't touched touched your quiche Lorraine? Because, <laughs> of course, yeah. they're eating quiche Lorraine. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, and I'm she's not like, super oh, hungry. Not... <laughs> and then they're like, oh, anything, <laughs> anything we can help with? And then she immediately opens up about her family problems. <laughs> immediately. There's a lot of Talking fighting about how her dad's business is doing really badly. Yeah. And they, they're going to lose their house. Yeah. Um, and then, and then how does she say her last name somehow? Her I last name don't is know. stated she, by yeah, someone, someone, and then says Hermione's Mugs. like, Mugs? And she's like, yes. That's my name. And then she takes a big gulp of wine. Mm-hmm. Hermione, not Ethel. Right, Hermione is drinking, and I and think it kind Veronica of gives her a look. tails off there, cuts back to mm-hmm. Archie uh, at the tree tapping, and he goes over to Polly, because Betty, you know, asked him to talk to Polly. Oh, yeah. And he's, and he's just like, like, what's going on? Yeah. Are you okay? Betty fought for you. Like, why are you ignoring her? And she's just like, what are you talking about? Tell her not to worry about yeah, me. But she, at the I'm same fine. time, Penelope is like, a Polly dear. This way. Come, come. Come along, Polly dear. Exactly. And Polly's like, I'm fine. Tell her not to worry. Bye. Yeah. Um, hard cut back to the dinner scene. Uh, or I, I'm sorry. No, not the dinner scene. Post dinner scene. When you find out why Hermione was getting all uh, whiny. 
not yes. not like whining, but she was drinking a lot of wine. Yes. <laughs> and it turns out that I believe Manfred Muggs, who's Ethel's dad, what um, a name! What a name! Um, invested in Hiram's business, I guess. Mm-hmm. And because he He's embezzled and went to jail hiram's exactly so that's and why now he's testifying against hiram mm-hmm. and, and could hurt them and hermione's like yeah they're gonna be hurting us and she's like well she should they should be testifying against yes. us because we cost them their home yes yeah because that's and the- hermione's like that's the cost of doing business with your father which clearly is not enough for Veronica. Yeah, that's not like a cool thing. You can't just be like, no. That's that's what they were in, getting into. It's like, no, fuck off. Yeah. But yeah. And so after that, uh, we have Archie. Oh, Archie and Cheryl. I guess I guess they're all heading back to the cars. And yeah, they're all walking along the snowy forest pathway with their umbrellas. And the two board members in front of them are just openly like. Did you see that? Totally out of control. He's gonna lose control of the company in no time. Yeah. And it's like, they you make... guys know Cheryl's right behind you, right? Like, you're not in a private room. And they make some comment about her at the funeral, like, just oh, yeah. like... Did you see her at the funeral? Crocodile, crocodile tears. tears. And it's like, and then fuck like, off. Hey. Yeah. And she's like, like, no, don't. I think and he he's says... Like, what is she supposed to do? Not cry? Yeah, exactly. Which is a good they, point. They turn and look at him, and they're both just, like, smugly, like, smiling at him, like, oh, you gonna talk to us, little boy? Little peasant boy, what do you think mm-hmm. you can even do? At least he's a redhead. If he wasn't, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> exactly. But, like, literally the only point of the scene is for Archie to stand up for Cheryl in front of Cheryl. And, yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, we just cut back to... Basically, we cut back to Hermione coming clean to Fred about everything that's been going on with the drive-in site and Clifford and Hiram and all the crazy and Fred shit. Fred is understandably pissed. Very so. Mm-hmm. He's like, I did not sign up for any of this. You can't put this on me. And she's like, I can't start over with someone else. And it's like, it's not fucking his problem, Hermione. Yeah, exactly. And Like, you fucked him. He, I think he says something like, you know, uh, Clifford sent those guys after us, and then she's, she's like, like those actually, that was Hiram. Yeah. He and he's out. like, God! Yeah, so he, I think he just leaves. He's like, I need to go for a walk. Um, yeah. It, and it's that conversation. Yeah. Um, we have Archie basically being strong-armed to being Cheryl's date again by Clifford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he what just, is it? It's to some, like, dinner yeah he's like oh there's some great people you should meet there yeah exactly it's just kind of like a networking opportunity but also an opportunity for art you know cheryl to be seen with someone kind of it's a i don't know why they need her to be seen with a a red-headed boy but Mm. that seems to be what they want he's trepidatious about it but then cheryl's just like well you have to i'm wearing viridian we'll have him a suit made and then that seems to be the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, well, I can't say no to Viridian in a suit. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he clearly wants, like, he he seems to like Cheryl as a person. Yeah. And doesn't want to upset her. Yeah. Probably has some amount of empathy for what she's gone through with her brother and everything. And what she goes through with her parents, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Archie's definitely a people pleaser. Yes. Oh my god, he is. Um, yeah. 
So after, I think Clifford makes some comment about his tailor, and then we cut to mm-hmm. uh, Betty talking to Jughead about Holly, I believe? I just wrote, yeah. Betty is worried about Polly. Alice jumps on it. Um, I don't quite know what that means. Yeah, I don't know. I think Betty's... <laughs> I don't remember much of this scene, honestly. I don't either. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, that's the gist of it. I do remember that this is a scene... We have another scene very soon afterwards where Jughead and Betty walk up to Cheryl while she's, like, lounging on the steps of the oh, school. Oh, yeah. With a crowd of cheerleaders around yeah. her. Yeah, and when they come and over, she's like... And they're like, we like, need to talk to Cheryl. And she's like, fix and scatter. <laughs> it's very good. Um, and they're just... I, I think Betty's basically like, hey, what's up with Polly? I need to talk to Polly. Is Polly okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Cheryl's like, oh, she's fine. What are you talking about? Ah. Um, and then she tells <laughs> Polly, or Polly, Betty and Drughead that it's been confirmed by a doctor that Polly is having twins. Yes. And yeah. not just Cheryl's crazy, weird, great grandmother or whatever. Yeah. Um, Scary ghost grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cheryl makes some comment about Jughead being a hobo. Yeah, because she, Betty's like, will you please just give her a message that she needs to call her mom? Because Mm -hmm. I know she's trying to hide it, but she's really worried and upset. Right. And she's like, yeah, I'll tell her. If I remember. Then Jughead's like, ah! And she's like, it's a joke, you hobo. (laughs) That's right. And then she's like, I'll tell her. But there's no guarantee that she'll respond or care. Which it's like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, fair, but yeah. Yeah. Um, After that, I believe we have... Yes, Ron uh, kind of... The scene is from the POV of Ethel for the first, like, five seconds. And it's, like, all blurry and weird. And then you hear Ron say, Okay, Ethel, you can look, or something like that. Oh, yeah, that was a weird intro. It was kind of wild, yeah. Um, But basically, Ron is, like, Here's a bunch of my really fancy shit that are... That I just don't want anymore, and I thought of you when I was going through my closet. Yeah, and so it's like some fancy coats and hats and purses and like jewelry. A, yeah, there's like a, make, a stole and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really sweet scene because, you know, Ethel, or uh, Ron is just like, I was thinking of you. And Ethel's like, you know, I don't need all this. I just want to be your friend. Um, very sweet. Yeah. Clearly Veronica's struggling with the knowledge that her family is involved in hurting Ethel's family. Yes. And... She wants to make things right, and Ethel doesn't know any of that, and it's right. just like, I think you're cool, and want to hang out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we have Cheryl opening, or I'm sorry, Fred opening the door to Cheryl, who makes some comment and then calls him Dilphy. Oh, yeah. He's like, hi, Cheryl. She's like, you're looking Dilphy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah, she's like, nice haircut. You're looking very Dilphy, and then, like, just walks yeah. in. Looking extremely Dilphy today. <laughs> fucking love Cheryl. And she gives it's Arch... Like, do you know what that means, Fred? Are you okay? Yeah, he has very little reaction to it, which makes me think it's he has like, no idea what uh... that means. He's like, that must be some compliment from the kids these days. Yeah. Um, But she gives Archie this super fancy guitar. Well, it was like... Jughead is also there, just chilling. Yeah, for whatever and reason. barely says any words at all. Archie but and Jughead this whole scene. are like eating pizza and burgers in the kitchen or something, and yeah. drinking pop 
And then, you know, Cheryl comes in, gives him the super fancy guitar. It, mm-hmm. They named it. I don't know. I don't know guitars. We don't know guitars. Sorry, guys. It's fancy. Can't help you there. But it's in, like, their it's colors. It's pretty, and it's also red. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She says, it's our colors. Um, And then she leaves, makes some <laughs> she, comments. Well, but before she leaves, she's yeah. like, well, I'm leaving now. My claustrophobia acts out, but small house. <laughs> exactly. Bye. And then just breezes out of the house. I love how she just comes over. She's like, here's this fancy guitar in our colors. All right, I'm leaving now. Bye. Yeah, it's so good. Um, no ambiguity there. Fred is like, hey, man, you should not keep that guitar. And Archie's yeah. like, oh, they're just he trying to be He immediately says nice. he should give it back. And then Archie shows his naivete <laughs> they're just to the extreme. Help. Yeah, they're just good people. Because um, in the last scene, I know Clifford gave him this whole salt of the earth, like, whoa, good people like you, men of the land, yes. we're what Riverdale's built on. Exactly. Just like, clearly Archie's buying into that. Yes, exactly. Like, no way that Clifford fucking believes that. And then Archie's like, well, you should just talk to Clifford. And Fred is like, I did. He laughed in my face. Quite literally, I think. Yeah. Um, and so Fred is basically just like, hey. The Blossoms are bad news. They don't give a shit about don't you. Don't get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Like, be careful, basically. Um, and I don't remember, does Jughead chime in in this? Uh, he, he he chimes in only to say that Archie is, like, selling his body to Cheryl or something. <laughs> yeah. And that's why Fred is like, hey, man, <laughs> chill out that. with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have Alice and Polly coming to the Riverdale Register. Uh, and they're presenting the story about corruption. It's all dark and yeah, weird. Exactly. It's like closing closing time at the Riverdale <laughs> Register. Yep. And um Alice is like, I've got this story about the blossoms being shitty and corrupt. And maybe it'll get Polly back because she's living there now. Like you got what you wanted, she'll never, we'll never see her again. And Hal's all condescending, like, "What are you talking? What is your mother talking about, Betty?" Yeah. No, we're not publishing this. And Alice is like, "Well, I don't need your permission." Yep. And she like tries to log into the computer, and it won't accept her login. And Hal's like, "Oh, you kicked me out, so I kicked you out. You're fired." And uh, she walks out. And then stops, turns around, picks up like a cobblestone, <laughs> a giant rock, yeah, and throws it through the front window, like front door window. And Betty's just standing there, like, "Fuck!" She gonna break Can the window. Can you fire your co-manager? Yeah, she's gonna break that window. Break the window! Break the window! And Hal is just like staring, like, "Well." I married her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like literally crazy married crazy. Probably not the first time she broke a window in front of her. At this point, I think I was like so happy because I was like, she warned you. She literally said. Um, And yeah, Hal is just such a piece of shit that I could care less. Mm. Um, We have Archie at the, I guess, tailor, like the suit fitting. He, yeah. Which is really funny and awkward because he's in like a his three quarters of like, a suit jacket and his yeah. underwear, yeah. And and the guy's like, "How does this fit, sir?" And he's like, "Can you give us a minute?" And then leaves. And then he has an awkward conversation with Clifford in his underwear, where he asks Clifford to kind of ease off on Fred, 
And Clifford... He, yeah, he's like, you should help my dad. And Clifford's like, are you negotiating on behalf of your dad? Yeah. And he's like, well... And he's like, no, it's cool. Like, my I'm son impressed. would have done that. Yeah, my son would never give You're up anything for me. You're a better new Jason. <laughs> exactly. That's literally what he's trying to create, which is horrifying. Mm-hmm. We find out later, for real, that's literally what he's trying to create. Yeah, he, he basically is just like... And he's How like, about, well, we'll see. Yeah. I've already called the music school exactly. for you, so we'll talk let's about get through it this dinner, and the then we'll dinner. talk about your dad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Betty and Jughead, and Betty is very worried about Polly and about what just her family in general, because things are mm-hmm. very spotty right now with that whole situation. Yeah, she's like, my family's falling apart, and Jughead's like, no, you're, you'll keep it all together. You're holding it's it together. Fine. Yeah. Uh, I think you made the point that they probably should fall apart. Um, Yes, they're a bad family. (laughs) Shouldn't be together. Exactly. Um, I made the point that he's just literally telling her what he wants to hear, though. Which is for the best in this situation. Exactly, yeah. As true as it might be, Mm -hmm. you don't want to hear, like, no, your your family should fall apart. (laughs) That's just rough. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have... Valerie and Archie talking uh, because yep. Cheryl came over to Valerie. We just literally have Cheryl oh, yeah. sitting down next oh, to Valerie her, and then like cuts. practically in her lap though. Yes. So like, close to her on to like butt, a chair. Definitely legs not touching. a couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Valerie's like hey Cheryl just poured some poison into my ear about how she's going to steal you away. And she's like I don't blame her for think she, thinking she's going to. What's going on dude? Yeah. Because Archie's like, oh, she doesn't think that. And then Valerie's like, no, she does. And I don't blame her. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, she's just like, you need to be careful. This is fucked up. And he's like, no, shut up. You're wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's being shitty again, basically. Yeah. Um, he's just extremely naive. He's like, oh, it's just helping her out with her family stuff. Exactly. Um, we have Kevin. This is a rough scene. Um. Kevin comes to Ron in the hallway and he's like, hey, yeah. you know how you were worried about Ethel committing suicide? And she's like, and she didn't. And like, yes. And he's like, well, she's fine, but her dad accidentally, obviously not accidentally, swallowed yeah. a bottle of sleeping pills. And at this point, the sound starts cutting out, which was a really cool yeah. show, touch. Veronica goes into kind of shock and, uh... Not before we hear that Mr. Muggs will be okay, but he's in the hospital. Yeah. But yeah, Veronica goes into shock. And she goes into the bathroom where she looks in the mirror and sees the pearls that she was telling Ethel about before the one... that she kept from her dad. Yeah, that were like a... We didn't really go into it. She told about how her dad used to always bring home stuff. Whenever he did something did wrong. Did something wrong. Mm-hmm. And she was like... I still wear these pearls, though. And yep. at this point, looking in the mirror, she tears them off her neck. Mm-hmm. And, and sort of kneels down, and then Betty comes into the room and holds her. It's a rough scene. Um, a really nice moment between Betty and Ron, though. I'm just yeah. loving their relationship. Yes. Uh, Big fan. Yes, very good. We have... Uh, then we have... Oh, God, at this part... Point, we are back to the weird ass Clifford, or I'm sorry, the weird ass Blossom dinner party where, oh, yeah. um, you know, Cheryl's this got is... maybe the most cleavage I've seen yet in this show. Mm-hmm. And, um, she's talking. I, I think Clifford makes Archie some like saccharine speech. She's in a snappy speech red suit though. With a bow tie and a black shirt. Uh-huh. Um, 
and you know looking Clifford very makes much some like, a like blossom. What was that? He's lo- Archie's looking very much like a blossom in this scene. Oh my god, yeah. Like they've literally groomed him into it. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, Clifford makes some kind of like saccharine speech about family or something. And Cheryl mm-hmm. turns to Archie and is like, Don't believe a word they fucking say. They wanted me to fail on that tapping. Um Jeez. At which point Clifford kind of like does that gross thing that guys do where they walk by you and put your their hand on your shoulder and they're yeah. like, Come talk and it's like, Ooh, don't touch me. Um Yeah, really. Um but they go talk and he basically tells Archie that he wants him to uh, well, he's, like, be talking with about Cheryl? How go- yeah, he's talking about like how good this is for Cheryl and how much it's helping and Archie's like, I'm happy to support Cheryl as a friend and then he's like, uh, about that. Yeah. Basically Basically <laughs> Um The board basically, doesn't think she's good for it. Like to be the yeah, next She's like whatever. too wild yeah. and unpredictable and She's not the golden child, exactly. so he's like, but with you there, reining her in mm-hmm. and being a grounding influence. You know, good stuff about controlling women. And then he's also like, also, I'm going to help your dad. Yeah, just kind of throws that in to sweeten the, mm-hmm. the pot for Archie. But in um, the middle of this conversation, Polly swoops in and she's like, oh, can I have this first dance with Archie? Yes, which, what? And Who's dancing? saves him. <laughs> I know, and they're also still all eating. Yeah, there's so, there's one other there's like couple two dancing. People dancing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it, it makes sense only because of that. But yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, and he's like, so while they're dancing, Polly's like, keep smiling and look happy. Exactly. And then goes to explain that she needs Betty to stop trying to contact her through Cheryl because she's incognito trying to find information. Yes, she's trying. She believes that the Blossoms have something to do with Jason's death, specifically that they threatened him, and therefore she needs to go full undercover in order to figure yes. this out. Um, and she, ba- yeah, she says to Archie, like, just let Betty know I'm okay, and that I'm trying to figure this out, and she can't yeah. keep talking to Cheryl about me. Um, which I believe at that point it cuts back to. Uh, Betty and Betty, Veronica and Betty, um, going to see the mugs at the hospital. Yes. Um, and it's a rough scene. It is not great. It's a rough scene. Um, they give the flowers they brought to Ethel. Mm-hmm. Ethel introduces them as her friends. Mm-hmm. They both share their apologies, and they turn to leave. And Veronica stops, and Betty's like, "You don't have to do this." Yeah. She does it anyways. She goes back and she tells, she's like, I'm Veronica Lodge. And you can tell immediately that her mother knows. Did Ethel know her last name? I assume what the situation is that Ethel knew she was Veronica Lodge, but she didn't know about Lodge Industries being part of it. That's exactly what I thought. So her mom instantly hears the name and is like, get the fuck out of here. You're the fucking reason our... He tried to kill himself. Yeah, you're the reason our family is falling apart right now. Yeah, and Veronica's like, I'm so sorry. She's like, your apology doesn't mean shit. Like, how dare you show your face here? How dare you? (laughs) Yeah. Ethel, I think, says, like, is this true, Veronica? Yeah. And I think they just Veronica says yes. Yeah, they leave after um, Ethel's mother is like, hey. 
you should leave. <laughs> I really think that was a poor decision on Veronica's part. I get where she's coming from, wanting yeah. to be up front. Yeah. But that was not the time. Agreed. Because, yeah, it was rough. <laughs> she's literally in the hospital when her husband has tried to kill himself because of this horrible financial disaster they're going through. Yeah. And this girl's like, hey, my, oh, my dad's the one that caused all this. It's Here's my dad's flower, fault. So. Exactly. I'm but okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like know, she was not going to be okay with this. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. Um, Man, she really didn't need to do that to herself. Like, they no. weren't going to be comfortable with it. No. Yeah. Don't um, put yourself in that situation, Ron. I think, I, I will say, I think partially it. she did want to kind of feel that the lodges, you know, her for her father in this point got some like retrib or not retribution that but like got what they were coming you know got what they had coming yeah. to them she wanted some of that responsibility yeah because obviously her Hiram has shirked it to the you know a full extent he just doesn't give a shit I'm yeah. pretty sure I we mean, haven't seen Hiram yet but if this is anything like 10, 10 year anniversary married life Hiram <laughs> he's true. a horrible yeah. monster mm -hmm. um, but yeah we have I guess Archie leaves after yes because we have Cheryl uh, while we one thing we forgot while Cheryl or Polly and Archie were dancing at the dinner Cheryl gets into a bit of a spat with her dad and leaves where Archie mm -hmm. goes to follow and now we have Archie coming to see Cheryl standing at this pool in the most aesthetic look, like <laughs> setup ever um, yeah and he's just he's talking to her um, and she's like you know you're the only one who's like genuine. You might people keep talking about how genuine and decent Archie is, which it's like, why whoa, they think yeah, I don't know. Um, and then she kisses him, and he pulls back, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, basically reiterates, like, you know, you're the only decent person. You don't try to control me. You don't try to stop me from being me. Um, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Hey, I like can't. I I need to leave. I can't do this." Um, and I guess in the process of leaving, he overhears oh, yeah, he, like, Penelope and Clifford a secret cove that Penelope and Clifford are discussing their evil plans. Yeah, in. like there's a shot of him like I don't know peering through some bushes. Which I wasn't totally paying attention. I think I've said already, but I thought that was Penelope and Clifford spying on him and Cheryl at no. first. But yeah, no, he's he's spying on them. And overhears that they low key had something yeah, to do with Hiram's arrest. They say something about how Hermione's causing problems, and Clifford is like, "Maybe we should have sent her to jail instead." Yeah, yeah. Who knew she'd be so resourceful? And then Archie scrambles away. Mm -hmm. Um, he, we have a cut to ha, uh, Ron getting home after what might be one of her worst days, and yeah. Hermione being Ron's like, "Hey, hey how was your day? How are you?" And um, her Ron is just like, I'm done lying for dad. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm done. But she sits down and tells her mom yeah. she just came from the hospital where, where Ethel's dad is mm -hmm. and what happened. Yep. And she says, I'm done lying for dad. Which is big. It's an interesting response from Hermione because she sees, you can see her expression change, change when Veronica tells her mm -hmm. about the suicide attempt. Mm -hmm. And she's clearly moved by that. Yes. But Veronica goes on to say, Dad probably is still doing this stuff. Yes. And she sort of nods. Yes. 
And then um, Veronica's like, I'm done, and leaves. And uh, I don't really know how that's going to go over. Yeah, it's real. I, like, I wonder how much of the trial we're going to get. Because yeah. that's going to be really interesting to see how that shakes out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ron lets Hermione know, basically, like you said, she's done. Um, mm-hmm. and then we have, I thought we were done with the Cheryl Archie stuff, but no, he's in front nope. of the house now and Cheryl comes and out. Cheryl comes around the building with the biggest slit in her dress, man. We're seeing a lot of Cheryl it's leg like here. up to just below the panty line, basically. Yeah. You know? Um, and she- And she's like, I thought it was Cinderella who ran away from the ball. Not Prince Charming. And he's like, hey, like, this, I can't, I, this is messed up. I can't do this. Um, and- and I don't remember exactly what happens, but it shakes out to her basically saying, you know, you're no different than everyone else. You were just doing yeah. this to get what you wanted. At no point did you really care about me, which good. <laughs> I'm glad someone called Archie on his shit. Yeah. Honestly. Um, And he leaves and we have Betty. Oh, this is a really sweet scene where Betty and Jughead come in. And Betty has been informed by Archie, I guess, that yeah. Polly is, you know, working the blossoms. And Betty tells Alice that Polly's okay, that she didn't betray them, that she's doing this. She's a spy. Like, she's spying on the blossoms. Yeah, she's undercover. And, she's their woman on the inside. Mm-hmm. And Alice, meanwhile, is sat at their dining room table, just, like, in tears. And you can tell that, like, this is good news for her. And she's just very scared that I think she says, I was worried that this would be the time that she doesn't come home. Um, And it's a really sweet scene between uh, Polly, uh, or not Polly, Alice and Betty. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have. Jughead is also there. Yeah, and then uh, I was going to say, yeah, Jughead invites Alice to start working at the Blue and Gold, which is amazing. Yeah, Yeah, because she's like, I. She doesn't have a newspaper anymore. And then he's like, our budget's probably bigger than the Riverdale Register. And then the scene's just, just over. Leave. They never address that. And I'm like, but we'll put it in the school paper. <laughs> you can't what? just say that. Why did the school no. newspaper have more budget than an actual newspaper? I Yeah, I, I was very confused. It very was weird. weird, yeah. Um... Valerie is walking down the street and Archie like is running like Val, oh, hey Val, but she's got her headphones in and then finally catches up. She takes him out and he's like, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know, like, I'm done with the blossoms." You were right about them. And then and she's like, "Cool, I'm done with you." <laughs> yeah, she's like, and he's like, "But what?" <laughs> she's like, "Ever since we started day- dating, you've been ignoring me," and yeah, he's just kind of like. I don't know, kind of baffled by this, but she's like, I'm... How could any girl turn him down? What? But she's done with him, which is nice. Um, He just sort of stands in the middle of the street, staring after her. Because, as you pointed out, they can only walk in the middle of the street. Yeah. Yeah. What is with this town? There are no cars in Riverdale. There's other people in the scene walking on the sidewalks. I noticed that, too. Like, clearly it's not just everybody. And it's It's not an abandoned street. Right. I would also point out, too, that Archie Prime is well known for its people standing or walking on the sidewalk all the time. Yeah. That's like their thing. That same street corner. The one with the wall. The little wall. Yep. Um, 
But we have a scene now where Fred is coming back to Hermione after he's had time to think about what she told him. Yep. And he's like, uh, everything from now on, everything we're going to be doing is completely above board, completely legal, none of this shady bullshit. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. totally agree. And then, yeah, because she told him before she's trying to legitimize Slutch in this case. Yes, which is... She wants to be above board. Exactly, which is partially why she wants to work with Fred, because he's a legitimate yeah. contractor. Um, and then he says, uh, I, I want 20% stake in this whole thing. <laughs> and she's like, that's a lot. That's a big stake. And he's like, you're asking me to put a lot of skin in the game, and I'm tired of you using me and my people like pawns. If I'm mm-hmm. going to do this, I want... You know, like, I want some skin in the game. (laughs) Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I think is more than fair. Yeah, she's like, all right. She agrees pretty easily. Like, she hesitates, but... Yeah. She... And the last thing he says is that whatever, you know, we had going on, it's done. You know, we are only professional. she seems to be sad by that. Yes. But But I think it's more than... Super reasonable. I think Fred (laughs) is totally in the right here. Exactly, I agree. Um... And then we have... Especially since that caused to the goons beating up Moose. Yeah, that was something wild, huh? Yeah. Um, it's just some beating up a teenager. Um, like, they probably didn't know he was a teenager, but still. Yeah, no, it doesn't make it any better. Um, we have Ron seeing Ethel kind of sitting alone in a classroom, I think. Mm-hmm. And she comes in. It looks in. like it's before class starts or something. Presumably. Or just after it's ended or something like that. Um, and she comes over and she apologizes to Ethel. Um, she says, what I said is true, you know. Yeah. And Ethel says, you're not your father. Like, you You were you a stood friend by to me, me when no one else was. Exactly. And more than once. It's very sweet. And um, then she says, the seat's empty if you want to sit down yeah it was a really nice moment honestly mm-hmm. i liked everything that went on there uh and this is when we and start then, our voiceover yeah yeah the voiceover starts with jughead saying the sins of the father remain that which i liked which i liked yeah yeah um and then something about archie coming back from the brink had one new piece of information um, oh yeah and he fills in the blue and gold you know which at this point is still just betty and jughead about yeah, the fact no that Alice yet. yeah no Alice yet about the fact that uh, the blossoms seemingly have something to do with Hiram's uh, incarceration, and then yeah they <laughs> extrapolate from that yeah. that that means that Hiram was trying to get Blossom's family separated, and so he probably or he has a motive to kill Jason yeah. And then he just, like, writes his name and puts it on the murder board, and I'm like, that seems like kind of a leap, it's but okay. It's a big one, yeah, I thought so, too. Because uh, as weird. soon as Archie is, like, talking about this, Jughead just turns around and starts scribbling something. Yeah, and I was right. like, name on a card. I was like, is, does he think the room is bugged? <laughs> and yeah, and then he's like, <laughs> yeah. and then he's like, it gives him motive, which gives him mean, or whatever. And then he, like, slaps it on the board, and it just says Hiram Lodge. And like, that. what does that mean? Yeah, um, there's not a yellow, a red string connecting that to anything. Exactly. I don't know what that means. Also, didn't Jughead, like, get arrested because of this murder board? And if yeah, so, why does he still down? have it? Yeah. Um, oh, the show. The very final thing for this episode is uh, Cheryl kind of sitting on her bed. I, the voiceover says something about, like, they didn't, they weren't ready for Cheryl. I don't remember what it is. 
Um, yeah. But Cheryl's sitting on her bed with the photo taken from the tree tapping. Uh, and she's got a yeah, red sharpie. Yeah, everybody's standing together. The black and white photo, I might add. Uh-huh. And she's got a uh-huh. red sharpie, and she's scribbling out Archie's face, all angry and crying. And then someone knocks on the door. And she cl- wipes and her Polly's eyes. Like, good night, Cheryl. And then Cheryl's like, good night, Pollykins. And then as soon as the door closes, her face drops, and she's not smiling anymore. And then she scribbles then, out Polly. Yeah, yeah, she returns. And then <laughs> Riverdale, and that's it. Um, so just yeah. a lot of anger in this episode. It was a wild one. And Archie one, not understanding how the world works. That's like Archie comics and Riverdale in a like sentence though. It's just mm-hmm. Archie not understanding how the world works. <laughs> yeah, honestly, really. like that could, could say be that about any Archie comic. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that was the episode. It's a pretty wild one, man. It was... Extremely good aesthetic. Oh, I yeah. so appreciate all of the Blossoms looks. Really good palette this episode, honestly. Yeah, you know? a lot of reds and blacks. Some good white from the snow. I think at one point mm-hmm. Cheryl's got a really good blue dress on. Like, it was just good. Yep. Um, the last thing I'll mention, just because it was a funny coincidence I had while I was, like, this morning I got up and was reading... I think I mentioned previously that I've been reading Stephen King's It during the quarantine. Yes. Um, and I got to a point where there's a new character introduced whose nickname is Moose. And it's <gasps> literally because of the Archie comic character Moose. Oh my god! Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, there's like a bit where he's like, he's a dumb brute. And Stephen King is like, named so because of the Archie character. Which nice. I was like, huh, that's fun. Yeah. But yeah, I think that'll honestly do it for us today. So, yeah. Yeah, so this is so episode nine. a lot nine. going on in this episode. We've got like, what, a lot four of strings left? strings connecting. I think so, yeah. Yeah, a lot, yeah, lot of threads. Um, I'm interesting to see. Our murder board is looking pretty murdery. Mm-hmm. I've got an entire wall in my apartment at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, as always, you can find us at our website, uh, which is RiverdaleHighAVClub.com. It's got links to our various sh- social media outlets there. But yeah, please just, you know, tell a friend about us. Let them know about the podcast. If you like Riverdale or if they like Riverdale, tell them about this. Or if they just like some buck wild shit, they probably will enjoy uh, most of these episodes, honestly. Yep. And our email is RiverdaleHighAVClub at gmail.com. And yeah. So... Send us your smash that like button, and email, subscribe, comment, friend. Yep. Yeah. And without further ado, I have been Ezra, and I've been Megan, and we will see you at Pops. Bye. See you at Pops. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>